A warm welcome this week and renewal nuggets. I'm Dr. Ioana Popa, and I want to continue the conversation about the inner laws of emotions and how to use this wisdom in such a way that we don't repress or suppress our emotions, nor we just indulge them and make them grow, nor shame ourselves, nor have expectations that actually can make us more intense, those emotions more intense. So in this episode, I want to bring this dilemma about emotions and why sometimes we can feel really good and all of a sudden we get, we shift and feel differently. And many times has to do with triggers and has to do with our own past and our own reactivity. And if that's the case, you know, Obviously, there's ways to deal with that. We can talk with counselors, with mentors, with guides, with therapists. And I've also talked about ways how to deal with emotions, you know, dealing with them like waves in the ocean and also addressing our needs. But there is an, another law about emotions that I really want to bring this up, which is not always talked about, but it can be so refreshing to know. And it has to do with other people's emotions. So with that, let's dive in. So many times we make our life more complicated because we pick other people's emotions. And I'm going to explain in a minute what do I mean by that. But many times other people have emotions and we pick them up. And especially if you're a giver, and there's another term that's used um, for people who are very sensitive to other people's emotions called empath. And I don't know if you heard of this, but some people have almost like an antenna, like a radar. You know, if someone has an emotion, we, we really get connected to it right away and we can feel it. Now, this can be very, very helpful as a, as a skill. Not everyone has this ability, but men, if, we, if you do, you're not alone, first of all. And second, it can be very helpful because you can, we can pick up other people's emotions. We know their, their state they're in, we, especially with children. It's so helpful. You, know, you might be an educator and you can feel the room right away, or you might be a mental health provider or a chaplain or a, a life coach or counselor. That can be extremely helpful. Or imagine you're a leader or you may be a leader and imagine you're getting, you can pick up your, your team's emotions right away. You know kind of what's happening and that can give a lot of information on how to actually impact and what to do. Now, it can also be a roadblock. I remember as a, as a definitely in a counselor position, a therapist position is very helpful because I can pick up the emotions right away. But in a classroom, when I uh, used to teach, picking up the mood in the room was a little bit disorienting because yes, I got a lot of information, but it was kind of tilting my state of being in such a way that I was not always very impactful with my classroom. It could be the same for the team. So it's really nice to know this principle that I'm going to share now and to feel reassured that picking other people's emotions can be a choice, that you can be empowered to be aware of that and in the same time to allow it to take it in or not. 
depending on the situation. So taking it in, many times we do it habitually by the way we were brought up in our families many times. It was actually quite essential in growing up to know your parents' mood or your siblings' mood, right? And picking that up, that antenna was very helpful. But we actually don't have to take it in. There is a choice there, and that's what I'm going to talk about. So what do I mean by that? Well, let's think, I mentioned this in other times, that we share this emotional intelligence with, it's kind of an inborn quality, and we also share it with animals. You know, if you have a dog or a cat, you know when your dog might be sad or might be anxious or might be really joyful, the same for your cat and the same for infants. It's actually has been described in psychological literature that we have basic emotions that infants have. Joy, sad, worried, content, peaceful. And uh, I don't remember all of them right in this moment. But the idea is that they are part of our biological makeup. And some people have stronger emotions than others. There's not, nothing wrong. I think sometimes in our culture, we kind of put down people with very strong emotions. We shouldn't do that because some people have more intense emotions are more reactive. And some people are more like slow to warm up emotionally. And then they're more intense and then slow to kind of go down. So this emotional reactivity, it's also on a physiological level, on a biological level. So either way, there's diversity. So let's let's embrace it and be respectful of that, no matter where you are in the spectrum. And in the same time with this, antenna of picking up emotions, we can realize that we don't have to pick it up. So just because could be your boss or a coworker or a family member is angry or anxious, we do not, that contagious, contagiousness, we don't have to pick it up on that. And what, how do we do that? By just being aware of that. Oh, this is just not my emotion. Maybe you would you could feel it in your body. It might be moving through your body, but having this awareness on a mind level that this is not my emotion, we can then allow it to come in and move out, like I mentioned before, like a wave in the ocean. And you might say, well, really? Is that working? Don't believe me. Try it. This idea, and I've tried this, it dawned on me, I had a, a person who was easily angered in my life and constantly anger, 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 throw at me. And I realized this is not my emotion. And just let that anger pass through me, pass and move through me. And I could just stay focused on my breath and focus on my awareness and my peace because no one can take that. So that was one way to deal with kind of imagining this energy coming and let it pass through me. Or another way I've seen people do it effectively is imagine like a shield. It could be a light shield, armor of Christ put around you. Just allow it to, to be present like a force of nature, right? If I'm an ocean and noticing the waves and the storm and the wind, I know the wind is not me, right? It's kind of like that. Oh, it's a strong wing and I can just ground myself better with my feet and just really be present and witness it, witness other people's emotion. It's another skill 
that can help us stay grounded in that eye of the storm or the peace that surpasses all understanding. And there are situations, once that wave passes, to ask, okay, is there something that I need to do to respond? Sometimes it might be no. Sometimes yes, you might need to say something. Sometimes you might need to act right away. If that wave, let's say, is attacking someone else or it's attacking you or is attacking, is putting someone down in a group, right? This is how abuse can happen sometimes in, in, in uh, one-to-one or, or in group dynamics. So sometimes there's something that needs to be done right away, but sometimes there isn't and it can, we can just witness it. And once it passes, and you don't take it in, then the gift you're giving to yourself is one, you're empowering yourself not to pick up other people's emotions. You don't give your power to someone else because we cannot control how other people are feeling. If someone is angry or passive aggressive or worried, like you have no control over that. But the more centered we are, the better we can interact. And the second gift you can give to yourself is you release your brain, your mind for creating stories and creating all sorts of meanings. What did I do that was wrong? What did I do? What can I fix? Do I fix it? I've been in, in the profession of trying to help people emotionally and with their thoughts for decades. If I could fix other people's emotions, that would be just lovely. It's just impossible. I cannot be fixing other people's emotions. Only the other person can work on their own self-regulation. And I may support them. This is a wonderful gift to give to others to help them self-regulate, but I cannot fix any person. Every person is going to be as happy as their mindset allows it and their conditioning and their inner makeup allows it. Mind you, there's ways when there are Obviously, mental health conditions, right? If someone has generalized anxiety disorder or major depressive disorder or bipolar disorder, it's not their fault. There are biological reasons why the emotions get out of balance. And now we know that we have chemicals in our brain that can modulate that. And we know there's also medication and really powerful and cool psychological techniques to help people get to that self-regulation. And medications can make really wonders in, in balancing our body, this earthly vessel to regulate emotion. So if that's the case, obviously, if it's you or someone else, it's really helpful to talk with a doctor, with a psychiatrist, with a mental health provider. And if it's not that condition, if it's just something that we're learning to self-regulate, the good news is we can do that. And we do not have to take other people's emotions internally. So with that, I leave you for today and I wish you a wonderful week. Take care. <music>